0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's show. This week we're looking at the contentious subject of the US election, not the result, but what you need to be doing with your portfolios to protect yourself and profit from this known, but very uncertain event. Certainly plenty of new things for you uh, in terms of the way that, as a professional, we're approaching this, and hopefully plenty in there that's gonna help you protect your wealth and set yourself up for the aftermath, irrespective of whether it's a blue or red whip. See you Hello guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show with me, your host, Andrew Baxter. And as always, my faithful companion and offsider, Mr. Mitchell Laurentio. Faithful I am, I love that introduction, Mr. B.
1: Although you've got that husky voice today, I do need to get your advice on something very, very important, especially as we run into interest rate cuts and the presidential election, and that is how to position your
0: portfolio. Okay, well it might sound like Marge Simpson by the end of this, if my voice gets much more gravelly. Been doing a lot of talking, a lot of interviews you over have. the last couple of days, so it's starting to catch up. How do you position your portfolio? And I think Yeah, the key thing with this, Mitch, is that these are known events. Mm -hmm. Um, If we look at markets and investing in general, there are things that are known that, you know, company announcements, interest rate cuts, presidential elections, all of those sorts of things. And then there are unknowns, September 11, Corona and various things, nothing. So there are how you treat things that are known versus things that are unknown. And for any investor out there, my bet would be for most stock market investors that are buy and hold investors, they're looking at this going, oh, it's getting a bit shaky. Um, but we'll ride it out. Uh, and isn't uh, that necessarily the right call? Definitely not. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a fairly unambiguous view before we so, start. <laughs> because yeah, we are in a, 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 a scenario within markets where things are going to happen. Now, we're not going to talk about the outcome of the US election because we don't know what that's going to be. And and one of the big traps that many investors walk into is they think that to be successful as an investor you've got to be able to predict what's going to happen. Not true. Successful investing is actually responding to what's happening not trying to guess what's going to happen. Okay okay Okay. so this is a little bit of a reframe for a lot of people on this so you know first things first we've got the RBA interest rate cut it's happening on Tuesday Melbourne Cup Day uh, and and to be perfectly honest it's already factored into the market as a given so if it happens markets already expecting it if it doesn't happen, I suspect you're going to see a reasonable sell-off in the Australian market. shop. Sure. The actual impact of an interest rate cut—I don't think it's going to be that big because you know if you have a 0.1 percent cut in interest rates, so for every hundred grand you've got borrowed, you're a hundred dollars a year better off. So it's at two dollars a week. Two dollars a week. Okay, so you know it's, it's it's you know it's a a a latte a fortnight better off. Okay. Now look, anything is better than nothing. Sure. But that's also assuming the banks pass that interest rate cut fully on to uh, borrowers. And which really they like, necessarily do? Probably that. not. Probably not. <laughs> um, and so you know the 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 notion of what it's going to achieve, I think, is quite mooted. It'll weaken the Aussie dollar. That's good for our exporters, which in the current economy is good. So, you know, that's, that's the interest rate cut. It's almost a formality you would expect. If it doesn't happen, you are going to see our market sell off on the back of that. But to be perfectly frank, you yeah, know, that's just like the... Um, palate cleanser before the entree before the main and the sure. main course of course being the US presidential election and the impact that's having on markets. And that seems to be the talk of
1: the town at the moment as it should be because we know what kind of effect it has on volatility and share price movements. I guess it is as you mentioned a known event but the advice would be how
0: do you actually position yourself around that known event? Sure and look you can't say this one's crept out of left field it's been four years in the making. Uh, Plenty of time to there. plan. So to my mind, and if I, I may as well talk about how I have my portfolio structured sure. because you know that's that's what I'm doing. So you know, talk is cheap, but money buys the whiskey. So let's talk about how the portfolio is, is positioned. Um, any long positions? I'm hedging as we put out to uh, to our client base this week as well. Where we've bought put, puts for protection. Okay, uh, what a put is for those people that aren't familiar. Think about insuring your car. Let's say you insured your car for sixty grand. Um, you've got an insurance policy. Your car gets written off in an accident; it's worthless. Uh, Because of that insurance you've got, you can write off to your insurer and get a cheque for 60 grand to buy another car. Well you can do exactly the same thing with shares, you can insure your shares for pretty much whatever you want. You know, let's say Fortescue, you might want to insure it for $19 per share. And if the share price drops to 10 bucks, because you've got that insurance policy, we call it a put option in markets, you've got the right to be able to sell your shares for $19 guaranteed. So it's a very effective way of managing risk. Um, And you know, we recommend this frequently with our clients at times of uncertainty to be able to provide that peace of mind of not waking up tomorrow and seeing the market down 1,200 points uh, and you having a substantial you know, 7, 8% removed from your portfolio while that market move, it helps eliminate that. And of course, like insurance, it comes at a cost, but there are ways that you can offset that. We teach that sort of stuff uh, to our clients as we go further in. And I, and I don't want to get too much more into it than that, yeah. but buying insurance or put options, as we call them in the market, on any long position, I think would be extremely prudent going into this time uncertainty, and That's where we've got our clients and I've got myself positioned like that
1: as as step one. Okay, so now that's the run into. So hedging your long positions, anything else you recommend in the
0: lead up? Absolutely, one of the things I've been doing, we've seen, for example, within the Australian market, if you look at the, the, look, there are a lot of different names for these things out there. The (laughs) all ordinary is what everyone assumes. saying. The index is the ASX 200, the top 200 companies in Australia. It's been pretty range bound between about 58, 5,900 and 6,200 now for about six months. And so what I've been doing, I've been using a derivative strategy, uh, it's called a, an iron condor, either side of that market. And what I'm looking to do is to see the market just stay in that range. So when it's up at 6,200, I set a trap up there that lets me get paid. As it runs down, I keep all of that income from under there. As it hits that sort of low level, 58, 5,900, I put another trap on there that then lets me profit as it starts. Sure. To so you've kind of got um, some brackets, parentheses, if you will, around the market and we teach that throughout our advanced options program as we know we do so I'm using AP which is the futures market on uh, on the Aussie market I've sure. got big call spreads on that which have been very very profitable uh, running into this fall away that we've seen in markets so there are a couple of ways if you've got an existing portfolio how to protect it if you're looking for a more aggressive uh, speculative spin um, using spreads can be very very effective of that especially on the index but probably the biggest one mentioned it's a it blind Freddy will tell you that this is what you should do yet most people out there have got no idea how to do this Um, and and, and that's why education is such an important thing and that is that you know in this run-up to the election number one you've got um, congress failing to pass any more fiscal stimulus uh, in in the u.s so causing a lot of uncertainty causing a lot of uncertainty markets hate uncertainty sure then you've got the big day on november the third and so by definition markets are going to be more volatile now, being volatile doesn't mean it's going up, and it doesn't mean it's going down. It could do; it, it could be doing both, and then that's what volatility is effectively created by. So one of the trades that we've got on, and we've talked to our clients extensively about this, is on something called the VIX index. It's actually- a VIX the, trade. Yeah, uh, so the VIX is, <laughs> it's known as the misery index, for, for various reasons <laughs> in, in colloquial terms. Um, but what the VIX does, the more volatile the market uh, gets, the more the VIX index moves up, um, Reflecting the volatility that's going on, so sure. and you can trade that. You don't need to get direction of the market right. You just need to know it's going to be more volatile. Presidential election, Congress not passing a bill, lots of uncertainty. You would expect the market to be more volatile. I mean, so it's a pretty obvious trade.
1: Why isn't every single person taking a long position on the VIX? It makes total sense, right? Most people
0: don't even know that it exists. Now they do, but then how, <laughs> how do you know or how do you then get exposure to And There are a myriad of ways, and again, we teach that sort of stuff. So you know, we've got long options, positions on that. You know, currently we're up uh, you know, in the order of about 60%. Wow, great trade, Based on a known event that's very obvious when you actually break it apart and articulate it, and that's the key thing when you know, I've spent the last 20 years dedicated to teaching people this kind of thing. When you start to break things apart and lay the components out on the table, it is very obvious. It's not this, <clears throat> this, this huge mystery most people are going, oh, it's too hard. Don't know where to start. Complicated jargon, don't have enough money, all these different things. But when you actually start to break it down into component parts, it's actually surprisingly simple. But so is cooking uh, from a recipe. There's a process to follow. All you have to do is follow the steps. Don't think too hard, just follow the steps. Make sense. HelloFresh, you know, or um, Marley Spoon, boom, there you go. There's your seven steps, there's decent food, Sure. So Vic trade, great one on there, and look, whether I close that out um, prior to the election or probably post, um, I'm minded that I'm probably going to take it through the election. Sure. And this is, um, yeah, and, and I'll explain why in a few moments. So hedging long positions. So all of those people who've got a super portfolio of shares, you need, and, and and you're leaving your run very late for this. Probably earlier in the week was the time to be doing this. Sure. Job, to buy some insurance in case things drop out because any of those gains that you've seen uh, post the market turning point, March twenty-four. Uh, may well be given back. Sure. And, and that can be very, very expensive. That's scary, mm-hmm. it's very scary. So a little bit of protection, insure your car, insure your shares, get it protected so that you've got that peace of mind. And look, if we're totally wrong on that and the market pushes up, at least you're able to sleep at night, just like you can when you don't have an accident in your car. you don't you know, go moping, right oh, I didn't make an insurance claim this year, yeah. sure, for your car didn't back. You gotta dig the well
1: before you need the water. And I guess that's a, that's a really good segue, AB, into how you're actually gonna trade the presidential election <laughs> after. Because once we know the result, where do you see markets going, say, if Biden wins or if Trump wins? It's a two-horse race, obviously. Is it? I thought it was Biden and George Bush, basically. Oh, no, just asked Biden that. who <laughs> I know this.
0: Okay, so um, I think a Joe Biden win would be bad for markets for a few reasons, and there's no political bias in this particular statement. Sure. Markets hate uncertainty, and a new president, new rules, different tax regime, not necessarily seen as being great for markets. So I would see you know, a Biden win in the short to medium term, not great for equity markets. Okay. Um, what does that mean? Well, there are ways you can trade that. Uh, we use strategies to profit from falling markets. And these are strategies, you don't need to be some high highfalutin floor trader or a hedge fund manager to use any mum and dad investor with the right type of account and the right knowledge can actually participate in those trades and, and, and give yourself that ability to profit from the falling market. Sure. Uh, and, and anyone that's listening to this going, oh, you know, we're talking about profiting from markets. Um, you know, some people out there doing it really tough and all you guys talking about money look, you need people that are making money to pay tax to support those that aren't working right now so do your community service, make as much money as you can so <laughs> your tax can go towards supporting those people that are sure. on benefit right now all right. Um, so a Biden win, I don't see necessarily as being great for markets um, a President Trump uh, re-election a second term um, I think you're going to see an enormous amount of civil unrest um, it's a big call, it's to what level? unprecedented
1: what, crawling over the White House fence and throwing stones and, and eggs at the White yeah, House? Yeah, people climbing over the
0: fence, running across the lawn the whole nine yards. Um, wow. I can really see this for, for a few reasons. Um, you yeah, know, democracy is a wonderful system unless you don't get the result that you want. And we saw uh, in the previous presidential election with uh, President Trump and Hillary Clinton the backlash and the, oh, it wasn't fair and there was this and other countries helped and everything else that went along that for the last three, four years of to try and dethrone. And DC the president um, again. If you see that happen again, I think given the tension that we've seen in the US and the civil unrest already this year, um, an unnecessarily, uh, um, yeah, unnecessary civil unrest uh, for the wrong reasons. You know, protest, civil rights are one thing, but vandalizing and stealing from stores and things like that—that's a totally different thing. So it shows it, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a Trojan horse anarchy. Um, and I think a, a Trump win, particularly if it's quite close, um, will kick that off like you've not seen. The National Guard will be out, the whole thing. It'll be pretty gnarly. And that's not great for markets either in the short term. Um, you know, you've got the issue uh, of the new appointment to the Supreme Court. You've got a four and four vote at the moment in the state of Delaware on postal votes. Uh, and the vote is that if those votes, and Delaware's a very important state, it's a swing state, um, if those postal votes aren't uh, cast. Before the cutoff, do we accept them? And the answer should be no. There's a cutoff if they're not received that before makes total that. sense. It's spring been... 12 is four and four at the moment on that. You'd yep. imagine with a new appointee under, under President Trump stewardship, that's going to become a five-four and it'll be passed through. So, you know, there's gonna be a lot of backlash around that sort of thing too. So I think you've got to prepare yourself for some fairly volatile conditions in markets. Again, if the market's dropping, we've got strategy one. If it's just volatile, we've got strategy two. Um, but we are in extraordinary times. Um, I don't think I've, I can recall an election in the Western world that's been so divisive. You know, normally there's a normal distribution uh, where, you know, there are left and right fringes, but most people are somewhere in the middle. Sure. Now it's just left and right fringes and no one in the middle really matters because no one's targeting swing votes. It doesn't appear like there's
1: any agreement on policy. It's kind of just clown one
0: versus clown two. It's a personality test, right? Look, it is. And, and, and look, I mean, I love the US. I was very close to moving there to live sure. permanently but, um, a few mm-hmm. years ago. And I love the country and it's a very, very sad indictment when you have such a great country and, and, and you're looking at option A or option B um, and that's the best you can put up. <laughs> yeah, and anyone voting for Joe Biden, it's not really a vote for Joe Biden, it's a vote for the Vice President. He's, if he gets in, he's going to do about 40 18 months, health reasons got to retire, incomes comes the Vice President yeah, no, no. and if that's the case, why isn't that person being tabled as, sure. as the, the candidate and it's, it, there's a lot going on there it's a very unprecedented time in America. And, uh, you know, and, and And this is why it's so important to upskill and be prepared for this it, 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 all I've talked about is, is is reasonably obvious Now I could be totally wrong it could be a very peaceful election the result is cast. everyone goes okay well done you got in that's it for another four years let's get back to the business of whatever um, i bet my house that doesn't happen no there's going to be disputes and ballots and postal votes and civil unrest protests, and, and everything riots um and, and 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 that's how contentious this is uh and as investors you can do a couple of things you can just hold cash buy cans of tuna fish go and live in the bunker and wait it out i'm never going to fan of that approach no. because you know there are people out there you know there's a couple of us economists that come up here from time to time and the end of the world and we've calling crash in the equity market for the last 15 years going wrong but everyone remembers they got it right once over the last 15 years sure um, i don't think you need to be buying cans of tuna and bunkering down i think you need to be proactive if you've got exposure to that market hedge it out if you don't have exposure to that market or you do but you want to be more aggressive use um, an appropriate strategy that's going to give you some speculative exposure to that trade the obvious which is volatility it's gonna get more volatile, not less volatile as this goes on. And those three planks on the deck are a very, very good way for anybody. You don't need to be the big end of town, anybody, to be able to position and be able to profit from what's going on here. The worst thing you can do is put your head in the sand of oh, in America won't affect us. Trust me, it will have a monumental impact on our market. Sure. Um, you have geopolitical events will affect our mining, so there's a whole bunch of stuff that will go on there. So you can't bury your head in the sand. And if your advisor, if your current advisor is saying to you, oh, just ride this out, yeah, you know, markets always recover. You need to upgrade to an advisor that's more skilled, sure, uh, because they're not doing the right thing by you by not allowing you to protect your hard earned money by putting some insurance or protection in play. And I'm, i you know, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm so dogmatic in that view to people. You know, there are a lot of very poor quality advisors that simply get paid uh, a fee. Uh, of a trail of funds under management the more money you leave with them the more they make And will never just leave the money there we see this with clients we get all the, all the time um, you must be proactive in this case because this has got the capacity to be a real shakeout yeah and buying insurance is not that hard there's a process involved but it's not that hard but it's something you probably should have been doing you know, at least a week ago and your advisor should have been telling you to do that.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely great advice and I think the whole key message there is to have more streams to your bow because this is a special situation. There's plenty of money to be made there if you do capitalise it. We teach that through our advanced options programme particularly. The last question I want to ask you, AV, as we do come to the final parts of the broadcast, what are the key things to avoid? We've talked, about, we've talked about what to do, what not to do. Now, we've talked about leaving, that's kind of the obvious one. Is there anything else that you would suggest we don't do? Yeah, I...
0: Um, big question, I know it's quite loaded. Depending on, on your motivation, if, if you've got a really healthy ego, and uh, I guess that's where it's coming from us too, but yeah, if you've got a really healthy ego, this is not the time to have big balls and have a point to prove and go, I'm going to take the punt and I'm either going to make a fortune or lose a fortune no. because you're going to be either absolutely right or absolutely wrong. And punting, yeah, that's not no. what this is about. That's the casino's job. Okay, I think you need to be more measured in that. So I think you know, doing nothing is about the worst thing you can do right now and being too aggressive and too one-eyed about what's likely to happen i think could also you go all in on a bearish market and and you see you know a landslide victory for donald trump you're going to see equity markets pump back up pretty quickly and you're going to lose a lot of money by being short likewise you think you know joe biden gets in um and uh, and you've got long positions there you're going to see those hurt on, on the market's reaction to the uncertainty of a different administration sure so you know that's 50-50, I don't like those odds. I want to play the odds a bit more sensibly than that. So protection on the long positions if you don't want to sell them. Secondly, that volatility exposure, because there will be volatility, there's no question already seeing it. Uh, and then if you do want to have some work around the fringes on a directional play, then use some smart derivative strategy to do gotcha. that. Yeah, okay. That would be a hard play. I wouldn't go all in on this, and I most certainly wouldn't be yeah, doing nothing and hoping, oh, there's not a reaction on Tuesday. <laughs> so, you know.
1: Yeah, gotcha, that makes total sense. And look, we, we are coming to the end of the broadcast, AV. there's plenty to unpack in there. So how do our listeners or viewers actually get a hold of what you've got here and, and learn about
0: it? But we've, we've done a few Facebook Lives recently. Um, come and check out one of our webinars and we can explain a little bit more about how this strategy works. Don't think it's going to be over your head. Don't think you've got to have piles of money. Don't think you've got to have experience as an investor or trader. Come in with an open mind and let us show you a pathway that's time-tested. It's a very robust strategy that we run and it's been time-tested over many 45 years. It's a strong strategy. Um, And and, and this is about little and often income generation, which in the current market is probably more important than anything. Um, There are a lot of gurus out there that are going to teach you uh, this, that and the other. We've we've been in this space for a long time. I'm coming for 29 years um, in markets now. And the playbook we've got is thick, it's well-thumbed, and it's based on real experience. And elections happen every four years. And we've had strategy um, during my career now. This is the seventh um, uh, presidential election. In which case, you know, let's look at what we used to trade through those previous ones and how they worked. So, you know, there's no accident that we're gonna get a result. There's no accident why we're up heavily already on our positions. And um, this isn't about bragging rights, it's about being proactive. So please don't bury your head in the sand. Find out more about this. Be open because money, Mitch, money only flows to people that are open and people that are teachable. And if you think you know everything and you've got your arms folded you're gonna get one heck of a shot. I've been in this space a long time and I certainly don't know everything. I know I don't know everything, but I do know what I need to do in these conditions, and I'm making money from it and so do Success leaves
1: clues and that's great advice. Thanks very much, AB. How to position your portfolio throughout this presidential election and then maybe the rate cut as well from the RBA. Great advice, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure
0: and the uh, voice just about held up. <laughs> Good stuff, thank you. There you have it guys, blue or red doesn't matter, but make sure you give us a rating and a review and we'll look forward to seeing you on next week's show.